0: What is up everybody, the boys, your boys are back in town, it's your boys over at Beehive Sports, it is the Off-Field General Podcast, you got your boy Wiss, your boy Hunter, and we were rocking with Tobbs today, we're not just a two-man crew this week, Hunt, how do you feel?
1: Tavo? what do you have to <laughs> say for yourself?
2: <laughs> sports are always uh, Sports are always a good time, so glad I could be here with the boys.
1: Speaking of sports, and you, you <laughs> have your right idea. Do you want to tell the people what that's all about? Yeah, sure. I just—I mean, I was playing your video right before we started this, so yeah. Why don't you introduce it to everyone, pretty much everyone aside me? Because I don't know if Alex really—I kn- mean, you have an idea of what it is, right, Alex?
0: Well, I mean, you and I talked about it on the way to dunk Ball last week, and Tabo said talked about it as well. I think. So yeah, F- tell us about it. Tell For those I'll who fill- don't know, yeah, just in case,
2: if I don't know, Tabo, fill me in. All right, so I uh, thought of the idea, or the right idea. Um, I wanted to have my own little, um, I guess, platform where uh, I can form my own opinions with sports and stuff and kind of have more uh, creative prowess. Sure, we'll go with that. Did Uh, you not feel
1: like you had that here? What I said? Did you not feel like you had that on this podcast? We well, no, I you did or not. Something, or?
2: No, I just said I just <sighs> have like How you green. know just a bunch of ideas like throughout the week where I'm like, oh, we're somewhere like quick that I can just you know put it out there without a, without doing like a blog or anything, you
1: know. He's got a lot of thoughts in those in that head of his. You just yeah. gotta get them all out.
2: I got a cu- I got a couple. You gotta so, get somewhere got
1: to put your Ryan Tannehill Hill takes.
2: Yeah, yeah. Gotta <laughs> find the uh, find somewhere. Okay. So I made a YouTube. Um, called the right idea and I'm just gonna be talking sports media entertainment and I'm also gonna do like reaction re- review videos of just cool stuff around uh sports crazy plays all that all that good stuff
1: so are we make are, officially are we doing it as a subset of beehive sports
2: that's up to you you're the creator of beehive
1: well I've been fine with whatever it's up to you if you're gonna be consistent enough to be posting stuff and letting me know what you're po- like today i was like you post that video yet and you're like yeah i posted it last week Or uh, posted it one <laughs> wednesday but i didn't like which it's tuesday ah. now so almost a week ago
2: hmm. there it is uh but yeah <laughs> no i uh got time on my hands so i'll be posting hopefully twice a week and yeah it's always gonna be sub segment slash affiliate of bi sports always rocking with the boys. So yeah, I'm excited to see how that goes.
1: In that case, we'll make like a, your own separate page on the website. And then we discussed possibly posting just like the audio of it as, um, as like a podcast, like as a mini podcast under the whole Beehive Sports podcast umbrella. Yeah. Um, so we'll see about that. Like be that. A, be on the lookout for that as well. Stay tuned. <clears throat> um, What's the first episode that you posted? What's it called and where can they find it? Uh
2: it's on YouTube. Just search up NFL preseason top 10, the number 10 um power rankings and I just, you know, go over who I think is looking good heading into this year and um who's going to be successful. Nice. If got got some time go over and click on that.
1: Okay. Yeah. And we'll do our bigger um, NFL preview. So that was like a, your quick top ten power rankings kind of deal. We're gonna do a bigger, more probably in depth NFL preview here in the coming weeks. I, I think first game is the thirteenth, I believe, right? Alex, you're alright. September thirteenth. Yes. Is the is week one? Uh, so less than a month away from the NFL kicking off, we'll do our NFL preview here coming up shortly. Yep. Today though, we're gonna do our NBA. Uh, playoff round one preview. So I know that by the time you're probably listening to this game, one of each series will have already been played, uh, but that's not going to stop us from giving you our thoughts, giving our predictions, our preview of the NBA playoffs round one. So we won't go all the way to the finals. We won't give, you know, our predictions all the way through the entire NBA playoffs, but uh, we'll give you our predictions for the winner of each series uh, starting yesterday with Jazz Nuggets tipped off, and then we've got later tonight. So uh, last night, if we, if you're listening, Lakers versus Blazers uh, are, is the last game of the Game 1s. Uh, but before we do that, let's kick it off with winners and losers. Uh, we'll start with you, Alex, your winner of the week.
0: So I got two winners of the week. Okay, so number one, China. China is a winner. <laughs> Uh, they the first supp- time that's
1: uh, ever been uttered. <laughs> yeah, on this listen. Podcast. They
0: supply me with very, very cheap but also high quality jerseys.
1: I thought you were going to talk about the like pool party that happened in Wuhan. No, I don't care about that.
0: <laughs> like the epicenter of <laughs> yeah, coronavirus. Listen, yeah, no, I saw like, that. Let's have a giant pool party. I saw with that. We don't. We don't need to discuss that. I'm talking about how it okay. affects me personally and as my jerseys. Um, it's looking Cur- good. Currently so- rocking my Bo Jackson White Sox jersey. Oh, yeah. It was legit. Give it a spin. Give it
1: a spin, a spin see the back. dude.
0: Yeah, dude, I got you, bro. It's
1: looking good. Ah, the spacing's nice. That's the biggest thing i found with jerseys from China is that sometimes the spacing on, like, the name... Our like little the, like yeah, or it's like the, the, the team is yeah. written out across the it's chest. Like the first like,
0: letters a little bit further from the name. You're like, yo, or letters? a couple yeah.
1: of them are like scrunched a little too closely yeah, like, together. What are you doing? The spacing of that looks good though. Yeah, I mean Jackson's like not a super hard name, but and know. socks logo on the front looks legit. I mean that's probably a harder logo to yep. replicate, but yeah, it looks good. They killed that.
0: They got that patch on the side. You know, even put like on this right here it says Bo Jackson 1991. Love it. Gotta love it. Anyway, number two winner. Is Fernando Tatis. Man, Tatis. I'm loving this guy right now. Uh, winner because he hit a grand slam on a 3-0 count, which people really don't like. But I'm really loving that he's breaking rules. You got to make it interesting. That's why people think baseball is boring. Because the unwritten rules that he can't swing on a 3-0 count. Well, guess what? He's going to, and he's going to hit bombs.
1: So look out. Which I didn't even know was an unwritten rule.
0: Yeah, it's an unwritten rule.
1: Like, what, it's like, who cares? You can't swing down 3-0? Like, that's a rule? Tabo?
2: It's just, well, it's just something that you don't do, right? It's yeah, it's a like, three-o count. So they're like, no, you just take
1: the ball. You take the ball and take Especially
2: if you're up by that much, too.
1: But yeah. it's not a ball. Like, that's the thing. It's like, the rule is... So my loser is baseball. I'll just get this out of the way yeah, since we, well. we're now... Uh, we've bridged the gap. We'll come back around to you for your loser. That's fine. But my lo- my loser is baseball because it's like... The MLB has, like, this crazy conundrum where they're just thinking, like, man, why do we keep losing the viewership of, like, the younger generation? Why do we keep losing viewers and fans to the NFL, uh, to NBA, and to college sports? It's because of BS like this, where it's, oh, uh, your most electric young superstar in in the sport is getting criticized by his own coach for hitting a Grand Slam. Like, in what world does anything like this happen? Mike Budenholzer is not criticizing Giannis after the game because he dunked the ball with five minutes left up 20. Like that's not a thing that happens in basketball in the NFL. No one is criticizing Patrick Mahomes for rushing for a touch, a a 20 yard touchdown with, you know, eight minutes left up 17. Like that's not happening in any other sport other than baseball where your own coach like, imagine if uh, if Harbaugh came out and was like, "I thought it was a great game, but L- Lamar Jackson, I'd appreciate it if he didn't rush for three touchdowns, with one of them coming in the final ten minutes."
0: Yeah, just yeah, he's like it was a little, uh, you know, unneeded, <laughs> I unnecessary.
1: Wish, I wish LeBron didn't make that three at the. I, in the I wish he didn't dunk with minutes. only two
0: minutes left. Why would you?
1: Like, that's not a thing what? that happens in any other no. sport other than baseball. Yeah. And people are like, there are baseball fans that are legitimately upset that he swung right. at a 3 0 pitch. It's smart baseball. Yeah. Like, if it's 3 0, of course, expect the pitch to be coming, you know, center of the strike zone because the pitch is just going to try to get a strike.
0: Right. Well, and then uh, the. The Padres pitcher is the only guy that really backed him up, and he just said, well, the other guy just needs to throw a yeah, better 3 pitch. You don't want him to <laughs> yeah, freaking
1: pimp a grand slam yeah, off you? Throw a Don't pitch. throw <laughs> three balls in a row. Yeah. Don't load the bases and then throw three straight balls. Yeah. Like, like, if you don't want that to happen— You're
0: basically asking the kid not to play ball. Like, what do you— Which is unbelievable, crazy.
1: considering the fact that just last year, baseball's big marketing and commercials were, let the kids play. Yeah. Let the kids play unless you're up by six runs and it's a 3-0 in count. And <laughs> it's Like that's the crazy Come thing. On. It's like, "Oh, they were up by so much." It's like we've seen six-run leads be diminished in baseball. Like it's Major League Baseball. It's professional Oh, no, sports. Mariners are killer for it, dude. They love going
0: up by seven or eight and then we yeah. lose by five. We we're watched we with that. watched
1: Padres Giants a couple of weeks ago at your house, Alex, when it was the, the Padres were up like 8 to 1. Yeah. And by the time I left in the 10th inning, it was 8-8. Eight, eight. Yeah. Things happen. So are, we're just going to sit and pretend like he shouldn't try just because they're up by a few runs? I mean, Tubbo, you're our resident like baseball guy, our baseball scout. Like, what? How does baseball keep tripping over itself trying to create a product in which fans are going to want to watch, but then at the same time, they're criticizing their best young player because he hit a grand slam. Not because he did anything wrong, but because he hit a grand slam, something that every player in Major League Baseball wants to do. Uh, I feel like,
2: yeah, it's definitely like the hardest thing that baseball is facing is trying to stay relevant, trying to be entertaining. But, you know, being like America's pastime, I feel like everything's all like old school, olden rules and stuff. So they're like, yeah, we want you to be exciting and electric, but we also want you to be like respectful. But no, like.
1: Respectful to what though?
2: I guess the unwritten rules of the past.
1: But like it's they are not unwritten rules because of anything that's happened. It's unwritten rule just because no one else could do that. Like you didn't see like twenty-year-old kids walking up to the plate and pimping grand slams off of pitchers up by eight runs. Like they were playing like two-to-one ball games and hitting singles. Like that, like that was that game fifty years ago that this old baseball crowd loves. Yeah. Of you know, you're just hitting singles and you're getting people on base and then you're driving in runs like, no, like that is baseball 40 years ago, 50 years ago. But this new generation of baseball, it's Fernando Tatis, it's Aaron Judge, it's Tim, uh, whatever, Tim Anderson for Chicago. It's players just crushing home runs and then having fun and celebrating, but for whatever reason. Old school baseball guys just want them to hit singles and, you know, get runners on base and then drive in runs. They want to see those RBIs up and they want to see home runs down. Like that's the old baseball crowd. But that's just that's not marketable anymore. Like no one wants to go to a baseball game and just watch a few guys hit singles and score one run in inning. And leave, you know, two runners in scoring position. Like, no one wants to see that. That's but when want, the drinking we,
0: and the hot dogs start getting knocked down. Like, that's, yeah, that's we, the only we point. We want to see that, Fernando you know I mean?
1: Tatis smash a 500-foot Grand Slam. Yeah. Like, that's what, that's what plays on social media. That's what runs on SportsCenter at night. That's what gets talked about the next morning on Undisputed and First Take. That's what people are watching on YouTube. That's, you know, people are going to go out and they're going to buy Fernando Tatis Jr. jerseys now because of that. I mean Alex bought a Joe Kelly jersey just because Joe Kelly got in a fight. Exactly.
0: Tell me that isn't awesome. Like he said nice swing, bid, and then you immediately <laughs> locked in. I was like that's that is my guy. That's what
1: sells. Come on. So in this age of social media, that is what sells and for whatever reason baseball has just been you know decades behind everyone else when it comes to this. It's it's head scratching. It's head scratching. But Alex back to you for your loser. That was my loser. So well yeah, yeah. so taking a total total switch from baseball now.
0: Uh, loser is Utah Jazz fans, and here's why. Uh, so last night, or yesterday, not last night, that for Jazz fans that did watch, you know, Donovan Mitchell put up 57 points, and we still lost. Granted, we didn't have Bogey, we didn't have Conley, so there were some factors, I get it, but here's the deal, after what I was looking at on Twitter, seeing what a lot of fans are saying, and all this blah 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 blah, Donovan Mitchell's gonna be leaving us at some point, and I am not excited for it as a Utah Jazz fan. I don't know when it's going to happen, but it's going to. And it's going to hurt a lot. <laughs>
1: and I'm not ready for it. So you're already calling it quits?
0: Uh, I wouldn't say calling it quits. Just not getting my
1: hopes up. Uh, you've been hanging out with Talmadge too much.
0: You could say that. You could say that. <laughs> but I also believe it when I see on Twitter a lot of things that people are saying. And then people are literally saying, wow, like all these Utah Jazz fans are going to let their insecurities drive away Donovan Mitchell.
1: It's funny that you say that because my winner. So we're kind of we have the same basic ideas, but like swapped. swapped. Yeah, I get that. So your winner was Fernando Tatis. My loser was baseball. Your loser is the Utah Jazz. On the flip side of that, my winner is the New York Knicks. (laughs) Okay. Just because they it was announced today by Shams, they signed Johnny Bryant, former Jazz assistant coach, to be the uh, associate head coach under Tom Thibodeau for the New York Knicks. Now, of course, there's already the parallels between New York and Donovan Mitchell when you're talking about, you know, Donovan being from the New York City area. His dad works for the New York Mets. Like, this is a New York City kid. Uh, of course, you know, if you're a New York City kid, why would you not want to go play right, for the absolutely. Knicks? You probably dreamed of playing for the Knicks growing up. Uh, and now, I mean, Johnny Bryant and Donovan Mitchell are very close. Like, they, like that's Donovan's guy on this Utah Jazz coaching staff. Now he's in New York. So if you're a Jazz fan, you're worried that you talked about yep. you're a, the I, loser of this week. I'm worried. Because <laughs> you just had a guy drop 57, the third most points in any playoff game. Number one is Michael Jordan with 63. Yep. Number two is Elgin Baylor. And number three is Donna Mitchell. Yeah, two he, guys have scored more points. in right. an, LeBron James hasn't. Steph Curry has not. Kevin Durant hasn't. Kobe Bryant hasn't. James Harden hasn't. Shaq hasn't. Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, you you know, Bill Russell, Wilt Chamberlain, on and on. Those guys have never scored more points in a single playoff game than Donovan Mitchell. And you lost that game. Yeah. So that doesn't bode well. If you're Donovan Mitchell, you're like, well, this sucks. Yeah. A lot. Granted... No Bogdanovich and no Mike Conley. Sure. And if we have bogey, I bet you Granted, win Granted, it was a Donovan Mitchell mistake that kind of cost him the game. Yeah, the stupid eight-second
0: violation. Like, that was dumb. But, but if it wasn't like, for
1: him, they're not even in the game.
0: And it was also hard, too, because like, he had possession. Rudy had that possession. And so then it took some time off. And then you have, what, six more seconds. And so he's just, in his mind, he has his mental...
1: He just starts walking it he up. He has
0: that mental time clock. So it's like, if if he had the full eight seconds, he makes that just fine. But you didn't, and you gotta. If you're, you gotta be a better player and be aware of that,
1: yeah. It's also, just, just don't. Awareness. Also,
0: just don't walk. I think like, you don't need to walk. <laughs> it's just at least like it. speed. Walk. You give a little bit of a trot. Yeah. Just get there.
1: Uh, but if you're a Utah Jazz fan, here's the two bits of good news. I like that. A, <laughs> you've got Donovan Mitchell under organization control for the next five ish years. Sure. So you got five more seasons at least. Uh... Number two, who knows if that coaching staff and Johnny Bryan's going to last that long in New York. True. Because New York goes through coaches like it's nothing. Like they just like Miami, They through. go through
0: coaches like Miami goes through quarterbacks.
1: Yeah. And, it's all good. And so there's the sliver of hope. Well, I mean, there's a sliver of hope that this doesn't mean anything. That, you know, Donovan Mitchell, he'll think, you know, I like it here in Utah. I'm going to stay in Utah. But there's also the probably even better chance that You know, five years will come and go. Donovan will sign his max extension as a restricted free agent in Utah. He'll stay in Utah for another five years. And then by the time that's done, the Knicks will have still been terrible for that half decade. And Tom Thibodeau will have been fired. And so Johnny Bryant will no longer be in New York. Yeah. So if if you're a Utah Jazz fan, that's what you're hoping for. Lots of prayers. Lots of prayers are going out. <laughs> well need to get Amuja's thoughts on this. Yeah. Uh Tavo, your winner and loser of the week.
2: Alright. Uh, my winner um is a good friend of ours. Uh Zachary Thomas vias Um recently we had our fantasy football draft and he was he got the first pick. So if he's smart right, he's gonna go with Christian McCaffrey. And uh you know, if you have Christian McCaffrey on your fantasy team, so far so good, right? Hunter, how was your experience having uh, Christian McCaffrey on your team?
1: Well, so Christian McCaffrey got auto-drafted for me last year. I wanted Alvin Kamara because my team name was Lights Kamara Action. Um, So I was like, well, I have to have Alvin Kamara if that's my team name. But I had the third pick, and I believe number one was Saquon Barkley. Number two, I forgot who it was, but they picked Alvin Kamara. And I didn't even know because I was at work and I didn't have my phone. And so I was on auto draft. And when I checked, it was like we were at the fifth pick. And I was like, crap, who did I get? And I got Christian McCaffrey. I didn't like, I didn't I think I lost in like the second round of the playoffs. But the only reason I was even good at all, won any games, was because of Christian McCaffrey. I'm in the weird position of like fifth in our order, five out of 12, where it's like... I am 12, so I don't want to hear it. But then you get back-to-back picks. Okay, then I have to wait
0: another, another 20... Twenty-four picks, man. That is 22.
1: so. Whatever. It's right. a lot of picks. That's the time you gotta just chill. Just but the eat, thing is, the is like I'm right in the awkward position where the top four are gonna be like Saquon, Derek Henry, Christian McCaffrey, and who else? Zeke. Zeke, or you know whoever else. And then I'm at five, and it's like, well, do I go with like the best quarterback? Don't take Kamara. Or... We know how that works. Yeah. So <laughs> now I'm in the position of, well, I either get the fifth best running back. Or I get the, top wide, the top wide receiver or top quarterback. So it's like... But, do you really
0: take quarterback? I, I guess, I mean, with that many guys, it's kind of like almost forces your hand. Exactly. It's like, do
1: I go with Lamar Jackson and just hope that he gets like rushing <sighs> I could, touchdowns? I could see that he chokes this year.
0: But anyway, go ahead.
1: That's what I'm saying. Is like, <laughs> I'm in the like, awkward position where no, I'm balancing it's... like, do I hope a quarterback like, just puts up... In, like, do I get Mahomes or Lamar Jackson I hope he puts up insane numbers? Or do I go with the fifth, fifth running back and hope he just like blows up? So like, I don't know... Like I mean that. Like for you at least. Like by the time it gets to you, it'll there'll probably be a clear guy to go with. You know, it'll be whoever fell, or you know, you can go with the best wide receiver, best quarterback, and best tight end. Yeah, listen, and I've done any, some mock not drafts. Not have any reservations about yeah,
0: it. I've done plenty of mock drafts since this while I'm at work, and I've kind of. It it's very it's very similar what I really end up with at that those first two picks. So I I think Who's I have an idea. Like?
1: I can't tell you that because I'm not 12th. Yep, yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to pick the 12th guy. We got five. homies
0: that might be listening. All right, they don't need to know.
1: Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm. I number guess, 11. Tabo so.
0: is 11. Yeah. <laughs> so listen, okay. I really need all to right. just like
1: know what I'm doing here. All right, no one else. Tabo, you're a loser. Um, Alex, is that in yeah, the 12? <laughs> if you went Zach at one <laughs> as the winner, your loser's got to be you slash Alex. Uh,
2: no. So my <laughs> my loser is gonna be. Uh, Giannis and the Milwaukee Bucks if you, you know, you're coming in dominant, right, taking over the East by storm, trying to prove that you belong in the NBA Finals this is not really the way that you start off the playoffs
1: yeah, my hot take when we did our NBA thing like a couple weeks ago was that the Bucks wouldn't lose a game until the Eastern Conference Finals, and then they lost game one of the playoffs so, if, if you're the Bucks though, here's a sliver of hope, last year the Toronto Raptors were the one seed in the East, right? Oh no, Bucks were number one. Yeah, but Toronto was number two, and they lost game one to the Magic, and then ended up winning the finals. So, so yeah. if the Bucks now they lose game one to the Magic,
0: but the difference is they're the still state? the number one seed. I think it's that two seed that really kind of.
1: Or is it just losing game one to the Magic? Like you get you get that out of the way. <laughs> I want the Raptors to go ahead and do their thing again. Be sick. <laughs> Watch out for the Nets. Well, we'll, well, that's a great introduction because here's our NBA playoff round one preview. Uh, let's start with it: Bucks versus Magic. So Magic this morning obviously won. They lead one game to nothing over the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, which I'm shocked. I really didn't
0: think they were gonna. I I really thought the Bucks could have swept that. I,
1: I'm not shocked they. I would have expected them to sweep. I'm not shocked they lost. What I am shocked is that the Magic put up so many points. Because this is the number one defense. Yeah, that was a in lot Milwaukee. Yeah. and they put up you know 120 points. Exactly. So that's the one thing I am shocked about. The one thing I you know, if you're a Bucs fan, you may be a little nervous is you know because it's not like this has been a one-game lapse. like the Bucs just have not looked great in the bubble at all. They lost to Brooklyn you know a week ago, and it was like the biggest NBA upset in terms of the spread ever, I think, like eight or you know in a decade plus. Right. I think the Bucks were 18-point favorites and lost. It was the biggest uh, upset that way, uh, but I just, I still just think you know, you look at the Magic. They don't have Aaron Gordon, so you snuck a game from the Bucks. Great, you you stole a game from the Raptors last season and still lost that series. I think that the Bucks still are going to win this. I think it's going to be probably a gentleman's sweep in terms of five, four to one. So.
0: So would you be shocked if the Magic got to another win?
1: Uh, I probably wouldn't be shocked. Maybe I'd three be surprised what if they, they get three wins? They Yes, push, I'd be shocked. Seven. I would be shocked if they forced a game seven. I would be blown away if they found a way at all to win this the series. The Magic. W- <laughs> with the Magic win that series, man, that'd be crazy. After I got up here and said the the Bucks aren't losing until the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. So okay, now here man. they are, oh one. I just. <laughs> I just think that the Magic, they have a roster that can scrap together and steal a game. I don't think that they have a roster. You know, they have decent players. You've got Markel Fultz. He was the number one pick in 2017. You've got Nikola Vucevic. He's a very good player. He had north of 30 points today. You have, you know, role players like Terrence Ross, James Ennis. Like, go at guys that can, you know, get scrappy and, you know, find a way to make... I mean, Terrence Ross has a 51, 53-point game when he was with Toronto. Like, he can put up buckets... James right. Ennis is a scrappy guy who could, you know, play defense. Like I feel like their roster is built just perfectly to be able to s- steal a game from someone that's not expecting it. But ultimately, I don't think their roster is talented enough, especially not with Aaron Gordon, to be able to go out and win an entire series. So I think today, uh, while surprising, I don't think it. You know, I don't think it's a sign of things to come for the series. I just don't think.
0: I think the Bucks need to just kind of nut up and get the job done because they shouldn't have <laughs> let that slip like that. That's bad. That's just bad. Because just for the fact of how many points they put up, that's just...
1: Their defense looked bad. Yeah. Their defense certainly looked bad. Uh, let's stay in the East. Raptors, Nets. Raptors mm. got the win last night over the Nets. Looked good. They did look good. They're your guys, but we'll start with Tabo. Tabo, how do you see the series going? Do you think it's going to be a sweep? Uh, I mean, the Nets without KD, without Kyrie, without uh, Spencer Dinwiddie... They've got Karis Levert, but is Karis Levert enough to overcome Marc Gasol, Kyle Lowry, Pascal Siakam, all those guys? Van Vliet. Fred Van Vliet.
2: You know, I definitely wouldn't be surprised if the Nets still won, especially because, like, the last couple years, you see, like, how much they ride off of momentum. And, like, their whole bench is going crazy. They're just getting buckets. Everyone's getting a piece of the pie. Um... I, I believe the Nets will get one. I don't think it will be a sweep, but the d- Raptors will still dominate that series.
1: So, gentlemen's sweep predicting it is what Tavo says. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is, I am with you. I probably would predict a sweep. I would predict Raptors 4 0, yep. but I would not be surprised in the slightest because these Nets, they looked good in the bubble. I mean, it's a s- team just put to- of misfits that was put together at the last second because, you know, Katie's out, because Kyrie's out, because uh, DeAndre Jordan opted out, because Spencer Dinwiddie opted out. Like, those are your four best players all gone. It's pretty much Karis Lavert and then a bunch of guys thrown together like Jamal Crawford, uh, like Tyler Johnson, uh, guys who weren't even in the NBA really this year, G League guys all just thrown together. Um, but again, I mean, I just talked about the Magic being the kind of roster that could scrap together one game. And steal it from the favorite. I think the Nets are that same same way, but I think the Raptors, because they are coming off a championship season, they've got that championship experience, because they've got a head coach like Nick Nurse, uh, probably a top three coach in the NBA. I see that this I see a sweep being probably the more likely outcome of this series.
0: Yeah, no, I don't I I don't see why not. I mean that that's the Raptors are just looking too good. Especially from what I watched from Fred Van last night. He wouldn't like 7 for 7, something crazy, like 4 for 4 from 3, he balled out. You keep that momentum and flow like that, you're not going to lose. You're just not. Because the Raptors are really good. You see, though, I feel like they're always like on Bleacher Report, ESPN, or something like that with just crazy ball movement plays. They love those. And yeah. so they always find that open guy. It's it's hard to beat a team that's like that.
1: If you like just like good, solid basketball, the Raptors are definitely a team <clears throat> that you want to watch. The way they move the ball, they've got athletes, they've got shooters, they've got everything that you want. They play tough defense. Uh so I think we're two for two right now in, in all in agreement. We've got bucks over magic despite the magic coming away with the victory this morning. We've both got, or we've all got Raptors over the Nets. Uh, Celtics Sixers. So Sixers playing without Ben Simmons and Beads a little roughed up. The Celtics won game one yesterday, but now lose Gordon Hayward for four weeks due to a sprained ankle. Uh, does that have any sort of bearing on this series as you see it, Alex? Do you, you think the Celtics you know, continue to win this series like they won game one yesterday, or does that Gordon Hayward injury change things in your mind?
0: I don't think the Gordon Hayward injury is enough uh, enough of an impact to really like, make it so that they're going to start losing this series. So I still think the Celtics are going to pull this one out just fine. I think it could go 4-1, 4-2. I don't think it gets to a game seven, um, and it's hard. And Embiid, man, he just does not look like he's roughed up. But he just also looks out of it. He doesn't look like he's just mentally there and ready to play in this series at the moment. And I, so yeah, I just don't see. I just don't see how the Sixers could pull this out.
2: It would be really tough. Tabo. Uh, yeah, I definitely would say that the loss of Ben Simmons is gonna hurt him a lot. Um, if Simmons was healthy, I'd probably say he could go seven, but I'm taking Celtics and six.
1: I think Celtics and six is probably the safe bet. I think, you know, I would maybe even say a Celtics in five, possibly, just because yeah. I think, you know, Joel Embiid is injured. The Sixers just haven't really looked that great uh, throughout the whole season and then also in the bubble. Uh I think, you know, Ben Simmons obviously hurts just because I don't think the Celtics had anyone really. I mean, you got Jalen Brown uh, who can lock down guys, but it's tough to match up defensively against, you know, a guy like Joel Embiid, who's seven foot, and a guy like Ben Simmons who's 6'10". Those are two tough guys to to defend, uh, considering Boston only has to defend one of them. And then also they've just got these, you know, long athletic wing players uh, all over the court. And obviously you lose one of them in Gordon Hayward, but you still got Jason Tatum. You still got Jalen Brown. You still got Brad Wanamaker. You've got some guys coming off the bench, some rookies that have played some decent minutes and shown, shown some skill set. So uh, I, think a key, I think that if Ennis Cantor can really step up in this series, I think that I would say Celtics in five, uh, but I would probably say the safest bet is probably Celtics in six. Uh, Pacers-Heat, we've got T.J. Warren versus Jimmy Butler. Heat took game one this morning. Tabo, it was kind of a back-and-forth game. The the Heat built up a lead. Pacers made a run to come back. Heat built up a lead again, ended up winning by 12. Uh, Heat-Pacers, do you foresee this? This probably has the potential to be the most tightly contested series of all Mm -hmm. all the Eastern Conference ones. Do you see it going seven games? Uh, Who do you see coming out from this 4-5 matchup?
2: I sure hope it goes seven. This is pure entertainment. I love watching uh, TJ Warren and Jimmy Butler go at it. Uh, And I feel like the teams are also pretty well matched up. I would say that the Heat have the advantage. They have more people who can produce off the bench, uh, more well-rounded as well. They got uh, solid veterans who can step up. So I would say Heat and seven. I don't think uh, bubble TJ Warren's done yet, so... Heat in seven, they advance. With that being said, I actually say Pacers in
0: seven because TJ Warren bubble is not done. All right? he, <laughs> he If he keeps rocking the ass, granted, that has to be what has, that has to happen that way. He has to play at that level to pass up the heat on this one or else it's not going to work. So if you have a bad – like if T, if Warren has a bad game, the Heat win that game. So this is the thing. Is Mr. Warren? You cannot have a bad
1: game. Yeah.
0: So if that, but that's my prediction.
1: I mean, it's there's a couple of guys, right? It's got to be either Victor Oladipo or TJ Warren. Like in order to win a game, one of those guys is gonna have to score thirty. Just because the Heat are too talented across the board. I mean, you got guys like Jay Crowder, you got you know Duncan Robinson, you got Tyler Hero, you got Kendrick Nunn, you've got Jimmy Butler, you've got Bam Adebayo. Like that's a talented, talented lineup. Yeah. Uh, so to be able to beat them, you know, because if one of them has an off night, you've got you know five others. Goran Dragic, I didn't even mention. He's the guy that could come in and give you twenty if, if you are Miami. Uh, I just think that if you want to win, someone on the this Pacers team is just going to have a have to have a thirty point plus night, right? In order to outweigh all the offensive firepower that's going to come at you from this Miami team. Yeah. So that's why I still
0: think Pacers in seven. I think it's gonna it's gonna be crazy. And it's going to come down to something wild where it is... I, I, would, I would love nothing more in this world than TJ Warren pull from the corner up over... Um, Jimmy Buckets. For Jimmy Jimmy Buckets over there. <laughs> I would love nothing more than him pulling up for a game winner in Game 7 over his freaking forehead.
1: Do you want to hear my potentially hot take? Well, I guess it is hot take, but... I think that the Heat go to the Eastern Conference Finals. Ooh. I think they beat Hot. as of right now. Not called to heat for nothing. As Ouch. of right now, I think the and not just because of what you happened. You're already this, sunburned, bro. You can't be coming not out like dude. <laughs> not just because of what happened today, but because of how the teams have looked in the bubble. I think if right now I'm I'm liking the heat over the Bucks in the second round. Right. Uh
0: man. Yeah, just looking at this like I was just looking at the box score real quick. The Pacers really need help from Ola Depot, to be honest with you. Yeah, well, he's
1: coming off a pretty significant knee injury four points i mean four points is that's it's, it's unacceptable good. and that's he, not he, good. he didn't play if he if you give You're, him if you get i mean he did, did he only play.
0: play nine minutes so it's like yeah. okay but it's just like if you can give him a little bit more minutes to get him to like if you can just round out at 10
1: points a night i like what i'm I like what i'm seeing yeah, okay
2: let that man play yeah
1: but on the next he's good well did he play did he just only play nine minutes or did he get hurt again it just
0: said he only played nine minutes. I didn't. I not I feel like I would have seen something. He had an eye injury.
1: Leaves game against Heat with eye injury. So oh, that's
0: just So wonderful. then, even then, okay. So, so yeah, then, listen. Only
1: played in the first. So then we're good. Pacers at seven, baby. I'm liking this. So even though Oladipo now has, has a hurt eye, he's fine. He you can shoot one. one. Uh, yeah. Transitioning to the Western Conference, uh, Jazz versus Clippers or Jazz versus Nuggets. <sighs> Excuse me. Uh, we talked about it already, Donovan Mitchell scores 57 points, the third most in any NBA playoff game, any, in the highest by anyone not named Elgin Baylor or Michael Jordan. Yep. They still lose. Yeah. No Mike Conley, although Mike Conley is back in the NBA bubble. So he's probably game three is what I've been reading. But... The, yeah, the Jazz are hoping that he'll be ready for game four, three on Friday. Yep. Is a real, that real short sh- quarantine. Well, if only four days. If you test negative each day, you only have to quarantine for four days. Okay. Okay. So, which would be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yep. Friday.
0: Yeah. So, you can give him an extra, extra So, if test. he got back
1: today, Tuesday, Friday would be the fourth day. So, that's right. why they're hoping that maybe, you know, that they'll count Friday. Test him If he Friday tests morning. negative on Friday morning. Uh, do you see that change? The Mike Conley coming back. Does that change anything? It um, probably, ex- it at the very least, extends the Jazz games where, you know, it could potentially take make them a six-game, seventh game exit.
0: Yeah, I, agree with, I do series. agree with that. It does help. Because he was balling in the bubble. Yeah, it does help, but here's the deal. All right, I don't care if we have Bogdanovich back, Conley back. If you don't stop Jamal freaking Murray, it's, not, it's over with. That dude is straight heat off the rip. I've not seen him play like that. I I know, I know. And if he keeps doing it, we're screwed. Absolutely screwed. I just can't believe that they didn't do anything. Like, why did they keep Joe on him? Why didn't they just think?
1: Well, because Joe's a pretty good defender. Not good enough, apparently, because he was getting absolutely torched. Absolutely, I mean, he torched. shut down playoff P. Okay. Doesn't matter. It's I don't year. care. This is <laughs> different. This is last year,
0: yeah, this is different. Okay, this is a new level Jamal Murray that we haven't seen before. And he is lighting it up. Yeah, because who is Royce guarding? I don't freaking know who Royce Grant, maybe? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you probably want to put Royce on. Yeah, you try Royce. Or I was at least, I didn't or see at the least game, maybe throw, like, maybe even Donovan out there. I don't like, care. What who? if MPJ starts heating up?
2: Then who's going to guard him?
1: Oh yeah, That's true.
0: This is, man, like I'm saying, like... Yeah, because a- who
1: guards MPJ? <laughs> who's our lineup? Who's our starting lineup? Who started, who started the five? Who started at 5? Who start who, oh, was, who the was the who was starting 5? So
0: we had Donovan at point. Donovan, Joe Royce, uh Rudy and uh Clarkson, right? No. No, it was um jo- uh Juan. <laughs> Juan Morgan
1: started. Juwan Morgan started, a playoff started playoff game for the Utah Jazz. Yeah. And that's why they yes. lost.
0: And no, he did he did okay. I was impressed with Juan no, Morgan. No, he's a good defender. Yeah, like, he's I was the impressed guy you, with probably,
1: you put on MPJ. Yeah,
0: and I was impressed with him. And he hit some corner threes for us. Like I was okay with it. i was okay with what he did.
1: Interesting. So uh, it's, that's why I'm just
0: like, I don't, I hope you
1: can hope for a game six. That's why, game. You, need, that's why you need Mike back so that, yeah, Joanne's not starting exactly. in the game. And the thing is, like, you're going to need Donovan. Donovan's
0: going to have to be like freaking lights out every game if we want to come out of the series on top. Because um, if he's not, we're going to have that game six, game seven exit. So all we'll
1: right. see. We'll see. Tabo? Uh, yeah, you picked n- the Jazz as one of your NBA title teams.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think I actually have the Nuggets as one as mine, so it's kind of like a kind of sucks.
1: <laughs> yeah, you. So you had yeah you had Nuggets, uh, Raptors, Clippers. Which let's go. Baby. Tabo had Bucks, Rockets, Jazz.
0: Oh, the Bucks aren't looking so hot.
1: I had Lakers, Celtics, Sixers. <laughs> but yeah, Tabo, you picked the Jazz. What's going on?
2: Uh. Well. If you need that sort of production from Donovan each night just to like make it interesting or to get a W, one, that's not going to happen. You can't expect Donovan to drop 50 every night, and that just hurts your chances. Yes, it'll be uh, better having Mike Conley back, but definitely suffering the loss of uh, Bogdanovich. Is, you can definitely uh, see it yesterday. That's been a big loss for them. I, I think the Nuggets are going to pull this one out. I don't know if it's six or seven. I'm still trying to make up my mind, but yeah, I believe the Jazz are gonna get at least at least two wins because it's still a good matchup. Jamal Murray also, you can't like expect that type of performance every night either. They're gonna figure it out, and he's gonna cool down as well.
1: Is it too much to expect thirty a night from Donovan? Like, how much is too much to expect?
0: I don't think thirty is too much to expect. I think that's because that's what he's gonna have to have. But I don't think it's too much to expect because he can do it. I really think he, he had that stretch in the regular season there for a little bit where he was hitting 39 for like yeah. four or five games in a row.
1: They just need a, another player that can create shots. Yeah, it's just – Because Rudy like, can't like, create his own shot. Yeah,
0: if we
2: had – Royce Boguman. can't create his
1: own shot. Joe oh. can't really create his own shot. Jordan Clarkson can create his own shot, but it comes at a 20% shooting.
2: He's also shot happy.
1: Yeah. So it's just like we need Mike Conley, someone that can you know get into the paint, create shots for himself and for others. If they because you already lost Bogdanovich, you need Conley back for Game Three. If I, I think that if Conley can come back for Game Three, I can I'll, I see this game this series going six or seven. If he doesn't come back for Game Three, I think that the that the Nuggets win Games one, two, and three, and then at that point they can maybe get one.
0: So do you think the only way we win this series is in seven, or do you think we could somehow pull it out in six?
1: Uh, it depends on what happens. I mean, obviously, it depends on what happens in games two or three. But it depends on how Mike Conley looks when he comes back. I think if Mike Conley comes back for game three and puts up, you know, twenty points and dishes out eight assists, and the Jazz win, then I could see it going seven. But he's gonna have to do that. He's yeah, we're gonna have Donovan's agree. gonna have to score thirty, and Mike Conley's gonna have to be good for eighteen to twenty. Yeah, and uh, you know, a handful of assists. Like that's what's gonna have to happen. For the Jazz to win two to three games, I if they're going to win the series, Donovan's going to have to be you know thirty, Mike Conley's going to have to be twenty five, and Rudy's going to have to be twenty and ten like every night, if the Jazz want to win the series. Right. But I I'd probably say Nuggets and six. Uh, the other game yesterday was Clippers Mavericks. Kristaps Porzingis uh, ejected after so a second technical. Dumb. I, it wasn't as dumb as people on Twitter were making out to it No, I watched
0: be. it. I watched it.
1: Because it wasn't a two-technical ejection. It was no. he got a technical earlier in the Correct. night, and then he got a technical later in the game. Right. And so that's two and you're out. Right. Which, I, if you're coming into a scrum and you push someone, like, that's a technical every time. He's just stupid for not real... For, getting A, getting the earlier technical... And B, not realizing that he already had a technical. I do think the earlier technical was dumb. I don't think he should have gotten a technical for that. Sure. I'll hear that, that argument. But the argument of he shouldn't have been ejected, I, you, you, listen, you can't argue that because no, it was a no, 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 technical Yeah, and, the second
0: technical, yes, you get ejected. I still don't think he should have gotten the second one. When a boy like Morris is up in your boy's ear, all right, I respect Chris Stapps for getting in there and just saying, "What? come on, bro. Like, just step off. I respect that. Shouldn't have been a technical, it was just a push, to get away from my guy. Alright, like, just hop off. It wasn't, like, out of the blue, wasn't uncalled for, by any means. And the first, first technical is even more atrocious. Just because he got upset and he just swung his arm in the air? So he's supposed to stand there like a stick? Not make any emotion anymore? You're taking emotion away from the game now? You want the players to have any emotion? Can't have it? I don't want to hear that kind of crap. And that just pisses me off. Because it, it just shouldn't have happened. All right, and the the freaking Mavericks were on a roll, too. They were looking good up to that point. So I don't know, man. I just, it's dumb. I think the Mavericks should have actually had game one. Just dang it,
1: bro. I mean, the NBA is not going to let the Clippers lose. So stupid. I think that this could potentially be the closest of these Western Conference series. I could see this (laughs) being a seven-game series. Just because Luka could, you know, just go off.
0: Yeah, no, look at some of the shots he hits. I'm like, oh, that's just crazy. Like, he just sits there as deep, just bop. Yeah. Like,
1: okay? It's crazy because okay. I, you know, I praised uh, the Clippers coming into the season as, you know, this defensive team that could switch anyone because, you know, their defense was Yon, or Kawhi, Paul George, Patrick Beverly, Montrez Harrell. Like, I was, they could just switch. Ever, like, those four can switch on anyone. Like, those are four big-time defense players. But the fact that, like, they haven't put that together really this season at all is it's, kind of shocking. It's weird, yeah. Like, they, they just haven't realized their potential as a defensive team. I agree. Um, but I still think that the Clippers, they just have too much firepower. I mean, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, uh, and then you've got guys off the bench like Montrose Harrell and Lou Williams. Like, it's just too much for the Mavericks. I think this game, I could see it going six or seven, but I still think the Clippers win. Tabo, you on the same boat?
2: Yeah, I have uh, Clippers and six.
1: Kay. Okay. Okay. Uh, OKC versus Houston. This is the <laughs> another series that could that has a potential has potential. I mean, the, to be close. Houston won by almost twenty. Fifteen.
0: Fifteen. So I mean, if, if you can't if you can't stop Harden, you're gonna let him put thirty plus up a night. Because if you look at like, if you look at the. The Thunder, they exhausted everyone on their bench. They used absolutely everybody in that game. If you look at that box score, so you're giving a lot of guys minutes, you're pretty much trying to tie out the entire squad. I don't, I don't, I don't think it's gonna be as close as some people might think. I bet you it's gonna go 4 2 Houston,
1: maybe uh, 4 1. Yeah, I think again, just offensive. So... I thought that Steven Adams would probably have a bigger impact than he did. he didn't. Yeah, yeah, just because there's (laughs) no one on Houston that would match up size-wise with him. Uh, But again, I mean, it's just... OKC has Chris Paul, great. But Chris Paul is not going to be able to keep up with James Harden and Russell Westbrook. Like, it's just not. You got to, you know, I think that this matchup... For OKC, for teams like OKC and the Jazz, who are a little bit slower paced, who don't have just a you know a plethora of shot creators on a roster, I think that those Houston team is just such a bad matchup. I think if yeah. you put Houston up against you know the Nuggets, the Clippers, the Lakers, it's a different story. But I just think OKC and the Jazz are just tough, tough matches for to, when going up against Houston. So I think you know five or six. I could see it maybe going 6 but I probably think 5. Yeah, that's kind of I, I think Houston comes away with the win.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh Lakers Blazers Tabo. It's yet it's just tipped off here a few minutes ago. Blazers up 6. Blazers are up 6. Do you think that this could potentially be the upset of the playoffs? I mean, so far we have you know, we've all, we've all picked Heat, Celtics, Raptors, Bucks, Houston, Denver and the Clippers. So, the favorites in every series. But it seems like this is the one people kind of like the underdog a little bit. They like the way the Blazers have looked in the bubble, and they don't really like the way the Lakers have looked in the bubble. Dame was the bubble MVP. Do you think that this could be the series that could potentially be an upset, or do you think the Lakers win this one in true one versus eight fashion?
2: Uh, before I answer your question, I just want to give a little side comment. So, on TikTok, there's a guy named 2029 uh, Man. And on July 19th, he predicted that uh, LeBron James on August 18th would drop 60 points in the first game uh, of the playoffs against Portland. He said that a month ago. I don't know how he knew that. <laughs> I don't know why he said that. Maybe he really is from 2029. But anyway, you I'm see, I mean, he, LeBron still has zero in, points at the current moment. Yeah, no. LeBron scores when he wants. He just doesn't want to yet. So if that happens... My oh my, that dude. Oh for over oh for
0: two.
2: That guy, that guy is really, really might be onto something. How many uh, did he say you scored? Sixty. So LeBron, on August eighteenth, will well, play. You better get Portland. on it, like LeBron, because you <laughs> you're already half halfway in the quarter. But okay, back to back to the good stuff. Um, I believe Portland takes one. So and, you say, I think it's and only seat. one? Yeah, <laughs> Lakers. Lakers win in five. It is a great story. It would be awesome, right? Me, just as much as the next guy would love Portland to knock out the Lakers, because it's just a happier world if LeBron's not in the playoffs. If the Lakers fans can s- crawl back into their holes, but the Lakers are just huge. They.
0: <laughs> what are you sniffing? Smell so something cooking. He's, he's, it's a hot he's, take. He's, oh, oh, that's right. It's gonna be Blazers in six.
2: Wait on it. We'll be waiting for a while. <laughs> Listen, but, yeah. so I had a hot take. It say, happened. With Lakers the NBA. in five. Yeah, all right. That's true. Bubbled, I, bubble I, Dame's I had the too Raptors good to pulling, get swept. Pulling deep. So, Lakers in five.
1: Last time Alex gave a hot NBA playoff take, it was that the Raptors would win the championship.
0: That was at the beginning it a of the lot, season. Lot better that was from than the
1: rip. From the rip. Speaking of the rip, the rip city. Alex is rocking with them six games. Six games. Over the Lakers,
0: over the Lakers, something weird is going to happen where like AD goes down or LeBron goes down, and they're like, uh "Oh."
1: I mean, AD, <laughs> has, AD. AD consistently shows that he's not a true threat in the playoffs. Yeah, so we'll see.
2: He's also on the Pelicans.
1: So. I mean, those Pelicans teams still had talent though. And if you're a top, Some. if you're a top three player in the NBA, you should be able to win a playoff series. Or you know, make some. I, they did win one playoff series against Portland like a few years ago. But you should be able to consist more, win more consistently, and not be the eighth seed losing to Golden State every year if you're a, truly a top three player in the NBA. Right. That's just one man's opinion though. Uh, I probably I am in between. I'm not going to say the Blazers win, but I'm also <laughs> not going to say that the Lakers win in five. I think that the Lakers win in six or seven. I just think this Blazers team, they're on a roll. Gary Trent Jr. has been a revelation to them in terms of finding a guy who can come in off the bench uh, and put up some buckets. Skinny Mellow is going to be Skinny Mellow, but there's the th- I heard the theory that you know Mellow balls out in bubble environments because when you look at it, it was you know NCAA tournament in college. Right, where it's not really a bubble environment, but you're playing, you know, in a neutral site area. You're staying in just a hotel with your team, all it's that stuff.
0: Dome-shaped arena.
1: Yeah, the <laughs> NCAA tournament in with Syracuse, then Olympics. Yeah, you're in the Olympic Village, you're yeah. on the Olympic campuses. He always balls out in the Olympics, and they win gold. So could Melo be balling out in the NBA playoffs in the bubble? Absolutely. Uh, then of course you have Dame and CJ, but I just don't think that it's enough to overcome LeBron and AD. I think that if there's a team to do it, I think if there's any team in here that could upset, you know, be a big upset, I think it's Blazers-Lakers. Just because the Lakers' offense has been so horrendous throughout the whole bubble. Right. Um, But I still think that the Lakers, just because it's LeBron, just because it's Anthony Davis, the name brand of those two, I think I'm going to go with the Lakers in six or seven. Uh, So I'm picking all the favorites. Tabo's picking all the favorites. We were the same. The three of us were the same on seven of the series until this one where Alex picks the Blazers. Uh, Let's transition. Oh, baby. To another sport that Mm. is in the playoffs. So NBA playoffs started yesterday. There's been another sport that's been in the playoffs for the last week that we've never talked about. We don't talk about the sport. When was the last time? Never. 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 In the three, four, three and a half years, three years that we've been doing this, we've never given the proper love to this sport. You'd be better. And I want to do so now. We're about. we're about change. Yeah. It's a new new sports season. New me. New yeah. fall, new me. Yeah. Um, new teams, new me. New teams. <laughs> they might not be new teams, but we're going to go on record for the first time. Mm-hmm. Stating who our teams are in this particular sport. A sport we've never given due love to, but it's a sport that deserves all the love we've got. And that sport is hockey. We got playoff hockey going on. Oh, baby. In in two separate bubbles. One on the East Coast, one on the West Coast, both in Canada. Uh, But we've got playoff hockey, and I, for one, have been watching tons of it. Lots. Like, I've watched games, hockey games, games plural. It's beautiful. With an S at the end for the first time in my life. Like I've watched a hockey game here or there. Like I watched when the Washington Capitals were in the playoffs in the Stanley and they won the Stanley Cup. I watched a couple of those Stanley Cup games. Last year when Boston was in the Stanley Cup, I watched a couple of those Stanley Cup games against St. Louis. Uh but I've never sat down and watched hockey games. Right. I have now. <laughs> it's a new world. It's awesome. Yeah. It's a great I time. Love this hockey stuff. Uh <laughs> And we're going to go on record and say, pick, pick and or say who our hockey team is mm. and why. Mm. Since Tabo's is, I have no clue who yeah. Tabo is. Or if he's even picked one yet. Have you picked one yet? Yeah. I know who it is. I know who, it is. I know who it is. I have a guess. I, I have a pretty dang I good guess. A, I have a guess. But we'll start with Alex because okay. his might be the most okay. obvious. Yeah, it yeah. should be because he's talked about him before. Should be.
0: Uh, yeah, my squad. All right, from the deep dark sea, the Kraken,
1: the Seattle Kraken, who have not played a game yet. I haven't played yet, but so gonna... fan since day one. Is a fan since literally day, a day one. one literally literally fan Alex, day one fan. You have bought a hat and a sweatshirt. Uh, uh a sweatshirt and a flag and a flag. I don't know why I keep thinking.
0: Yeah, you hat. really love it. Like you really want me to get a hat. I'll just get one. I'll just go ahead and get a hat because you really want me to get one.
1: Well, I just normally you do get a hat. Like when they. It's true. Because what back. was it? Was the dragons? You bought a hat. Yeah. The, do you <laughs> still have that hat? Yeah. That's awesome. awesome. Yeah, I I still have my DC Defenders hat. Yeah. But like you're saying, you bought a sweatshirt and a flag. You were talking you were gonna buy a polo to wear yeah, to work because they look fresh. You might as well get a hat. Fresh. And then also you're just waiting on those jerseys to drop. Once that jersey drops, bro, my wallet's going to drop. You know what I mean? Are you going to just get the jersey right away, or are you going to wait till they have players? Because um, you can wanna buy wanna... the jerseys just without the name and number on the back. Yeah, because well, those know, are like, cheaper. Like, like how, you can, how yeah. you can buy baseball jerseys that's just like the jersey exactly. without the So I name. thought
0: about it, and I think I'm going to just get the plain one off the rip because I yeah. don't really know you know players, players yet. Yeah. So it's I'm going to get a plain one that's cheaper, but yeah.
1: All right. So, yeah. Go Kraken, I guess. Go Kraken, baby. <laughs> right now, though, who are, this uh, isn't part of the bandwagon, and you're not seeing your team. Right now in the playoffs, who have you found yourself rooting for? Chicago Blackhawks. Well, they're about to lose. I no? know. I know. Did they already lose? I don't know. That's just who I've been rooting for. They played
2: before. today. Uh, they haven't played yet.
1: They have not played. They played night. Yeah, eight thirty. I'm that's, gonna go home and watch that game then. Go. That's still because like that's Vegas. who I've been rooting for. They're not my team, but I like Vegas.
0: I've always liked Chicago Blackhawks. Just that's just they had dope jerseys. I remember the hockey. So I was like, okay,
1: why not? Why not? Nice. I mean, it's a pretty. Isn't like, don't isn't Sam Rudder a Blackhawks fan? Because mm. he's a hockey guy. I
2: don't think so. I don't think it's Blackhawks. I feel like that's kind of like everyone who has I like just, a basic knowledge of hockey, yeah, they like the, always like, just like it's like Red
1: Wings, Blackhawks, yeah. Bruins. They're like, yeah, I'll go Penguins. with the like those four. Yeah. I know Jack Thompson is a Penguins fan. Probably. Um, so my team I actually had a very hard time thinking deciding. Do I go with the Boston Bruins and follow along my already trail of, you know, Red Sox, Celtics. Patriots, you might as well throw Bruins in there. Like it's just easy to to do just all four Boston teams. Or do I go with the Washington Capitals because I grew up in Washington D.C. area? Uh, I like the Nationals. They would be a nice, you know, second Washington D.C. team that I consider myself a fan of. I do have a Washington Capitals hat that I got from the arena. What jerseys are cooler? Boston probably has cooler jerseys. Well. Well, hold up. (laughs) Or do I go with someone else? Las Vegas. They're the closest team. Seattle. Seattle. They're new. Their branding was freaking awesome. I've watched that video like 10 times. they killed it. Their uniforms are awesome. Their colors are awesome. So who did I go with? Let me tell you who I went with, Tabo. (laughs) I decided to go with none of the above. (laughs) I like it. I went with the team. I know he's going with. I can feel it. I went with the team that embodies their city so perfectly. Mm. It's a town that I like to say it's a drinking town mm. with a hockey problem. Oh baby, that town is Buffalo, New York, and I am rocking with the Buffalo Sabers. Yep. Let me tell you, you think Bills fans are crazy? Bills Mafia, they're throwing uh, each other through tables that are lit on fire and spraying a guy with ketchup and mustard before every game. Pinto Ron, they're throwing things that aren't going to be said on this podcast onto the field during the game. Buffalo Bills fans are arguably the craziest fans in the NFL, but the Bills, when it comes to the city of Buffalo, are second fiddle in that town because that is a hockey town. They are a Buffalo Sabres city. Uh, and I'm rocking with the Sabres. My boy, Jack Eichel. Uh, we're, we, we, I say we now, uh, we haven't been very good, really, ever. Right. Um, you, we talk about the wide right field goal uh, that cost the Bills a Super Bowl. I believe there's the wide left goal in Buffalo Sabres hockey, where they were in the Stanley Cup. They oh. could have won, but they missed a goal wide left. Uh, but I'm rocking with the Buffalo Sabres. All right. Tabo. What I've been waiting for. Can I get a guess out of the way? Uh, No. Oh. Okay, I guess you just say, and then I'll say if I was right or not.
2: All right, so originally I was thinking that people have already talked about uh, Vegas. So I was like, you know, I'm not going to pick them because, you know, they are uh, relatively new. And I thought it would be nice, right? Um. So I'm going to go with... Uh, a city that already holds one of my favorite sports teams, to uh, I guess slowly make mm. s- slowly be like Im- embedded mm. into that sports town. So I'm gonna go with the Philadelphia Flyers. Mm. I knew it. That yeah, was that guess. was my guess. Son of a gun. We see. We know you too well, dog. You can't try to switch
0: up on us like that.
2: Well, I was thinking of two other teams, but that's I fine. Like, Who are the other we two. know you too well. Uh, let me double check. Make sure I don't botch any of these. Um oh, I like the New York islanders jerseys something oh yeah, it's New York is one of like the few cities where all their teams do the same color coordination, and uh either Chicago flames are pretty cool or uh Avalanche, but I was like, you know what flyers philly start start yeah. growing that all right cool, cool, cool. Might as well. They seem to be doing pretty well right now. They're up three one.
1: Who are go. they playing again?
2: Uh, Canadians.
0: Ah. Yes, me, Mike Mike Kraken are killing it. They're undefeated. So I have a, never
1: lost a game haven't in lost franchise a game. history. <laughs> All right. Well, awesome. Well, we're on record. We'll have to get like Talmadge and Devin to pick a hockey yeah, team. Yeah, get
0: their get their spots.
1: Um we've done baseball, we've talked basketball, we've talked hockey. Now let's talk some football, college football in our make a list segment. We're ranking the top five best college football uniforms. And we're talking specific uniform combos, not just overall school looks. So you can't just be like, oh, Michigan. Right. Or you can't just be like, oh, Oregon. Like these are specific. You have to be specific about which uniform combo at which school. So we'll start with number five and we'll start with Tabo. And work our way around.
2: Hit it. All right, number five, I'm gonna go with uh, Oregon, black bottom, uh, lime green top, and black helmet.
1: Black bottom, lime green top? Yeah, that's
2: yep. a little weird, bro. Have they
1: ever worn that? Yeah. I feel like they don't. They mix. have, they have hundreds
2: don't. of combinations.
1: I know, but I feel like I've never seen black never seen the with black lime, lime green. green. What was the helmet color? Black. Black. I feel like I've never seen that. I on feel field. like I
0: wouldn't wanna see that. That doesn't sound good. Found deep. it online.
1: Is there a picture? Let's see.
0: Okay, well I'll pull it up. We'll, let's keep okay. rolling. Right. I just listen. We'll I personally don't think I'd like that. Anyway, I'm going for classic. All right, number five. Uh, the classic Texas burnt orange white bottoms, freaking goodness. Those are beautiful.
2: I thought he's an Oklahoma
0: fan. You can't like you colors, can. colors can. can ter- respects <laughs> beauty. Yeah, come on. I can respect <laughs> art. Come on, bro. Let's see. number five, classic. The Texas burnt
1: orange unis. I like it. I like it a lot. My number five. I'm going with a little bit of a new guy. He's, they're new to the college football spotlight. Uh, I'm going with the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Oh. I'm going with their, with their maroon jerseys and pants. Okay. With the chrome gold yeah. helmets. Those are nice. Those are nice. So sick. I agree. <laughs> I and do just like, like the gold, because everyone does chrome silver. Yep. You know, made famous by Oregon in that Rose Bowl. But the chrome gold... Just looks so good, and it's unique. I li- I'm going with the Minnesota Chrome Gold Helmets with the all-maroon jersey pants combo for my number five. There you go. Uh, Tal, you find that picture yet? Found
2: one close. This just has a different helmet on it. This one has a yellow helmet.
1: With a black, green, and yellow helmet? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, give us your number four. Me? Yeah.
2: <laughs> Alright, number four I'm gonna go with me. Um uh, Miami's new but like return of their throwback. I think it's the orange top and they kinda of have like a green uh green line across their chest. It's like reinventing a throwback. It's a it's a clean look. Obviously Miami's one of my few boys.
1: I need mean, I haven't seen these either, I don't think. I think Todd was just making crap up.
0: You just throwing stuff out there for no reason.
1: Which one are they? I'm trying to look it up. All I'm seeing is they're orange, but with the like green stripe on the shoulder.
2: Hold on, I'll uh, pull it up. I see. I was debating. I was like, like, maybe I should like save pictures of all of them. I ended up just saving a picture of like. I only saved a picture. Um, I believe. Like these. These are
1: the only ones I'm seeing right now. This orange with the green shoulder stripe. I'm not seeing anything with any sort of chest stripe.
2: Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, this is the picture I found. So, yeah, I think it's the same one.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, not chest, but shoulder stripe. Yeah. All right. Hmm. You're number four, Alex.
0: Number four, uh, Maryland's home jerseys. That home Which squad. One, no. It's the red,
1: the kay. red ones. With the what helmet?
0: It's that crazy helmet, whatever, you know, you got their, their own, pride helmet. Yeah, the pride helmet. There you go. That's what I like because they just throw all in those colors and stuff, man. It looks it looks pretty good, especially when you get their field, when it like matches their helmets with all the crazy stuff, yeah. the pride stuff, man. I like that.
1: Yeah, I'm a big fan of Maryland football uniforms. People, mm-hmm. not everyone likes them. Yeah, well, I liked them more when it was just like the flat look as opposed to like when they're painted to look like the flag is like waving. Yeah. Um... But still a cool look. I, for my number four, went with West Virginia,
2: mm.
1: blue helmet, gold jersey, blue pants. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to go, I think that look. I I think blue and gold is such an awesome uniform combination. And when you get the matte black, with the matte blue helmets, and then that gold jersey just pops between the blue helmet and the blue pants. Yeah. And then you start singing in country roads. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. There you go. Uh, Tabo, your number three.
2: My number three is going to be Arizona State's whiteout and their white helmet. Arizona State has awesome ones. Their white helmet is the. What are you doing? Oh, ideas. Okay. What's it doing? I'm guessing you have Arizona State. Uh, but the white helmet is the trident is the outline, like the maroon outline. Yeah.
1: Yeah, rather than the filled.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, let's. Hey, that was my number three as well, dude.
1: Nasty.
0: That's my number three. Freaking so dope. Okay, so sick. Oh yeah, I love that. Arizona State has awesome ones. Yeah, I love that. That Um, whiteout is just too clean. I can't.
1: (laughs) My number three is the Tennessee orange britches.
0: Ah, so
1: the white helmet with the orange jersey and orange pants. Mm. Mm,
0: Okay, I feel you on that. I can. I mean, Tennessee
1: has just such awesome colors. Yeah, and their helmet is just so clean. And then you pair it with the orange jersey and the orange pants. Oh, they look so good. The Tennessee orange Britches are my number three. you well, your number two.
2: My number two is going to be Maryland's white jersey with the uh, the flag okay. on the shoulders.
1: Yep. What well, are you pairing it with the pride helmets? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, Very nice. You got it. That's nice. He's got the pictures now. That's nice. I did know what one t- you were talking about there. Easy. Uh, you're number two. My number two
0: is kind of out of out of left field a little bit. But okay. I just love when they wear these navy. All right, you got the. Wh- it's like they got that gold anchor on the helmet. It's white, gold, blue layered coming down the blue falls perfectly with their nice blue unis with They're white. Just like bottoms. Special
1: ones that they wore, yeah, back with white for the bo- army. Game. Yeah,
0: white bottoms with that gold anchors on their hips, dude. I can't. I can't <laughs> think of anything better than that.
1: I was tempted to oh. put, um, like an army navy game like special edition one on here. Yep. But I was like, but they only wear it ever for that one game. But it's still... Like, there's... So, like, uh, but the thing is, if I did the top oh five, top five would all be Navy and Army if I did that. I guess it's So fine. I tried to find ones that were like, they wo- are worn on multiple occasions. Right. But I agree with you. Like, the Navy, the uniforms that Navy comes up with every single year for that Navy-Army game <laughs> That's so, just so, so sick. sick. Yeah. Uh, my number two is Oregon All Apple Green. Really? So, apple green helmet, jersey with the yellow numbers just, and I green can't, pants. I can't cop just, on Just as the... classic. Like, that's those are Oregon's colors. Like, they're not straying off to weird shades of black or gold or chrome, whatever it is. Oh, let me pull up the picture and I'll I guess show I gotta you. get... Because they are so sick. Like, I love that shade of... Um, I love that shade of green in general. Oregon apple green uniforms. Go to Google Images. These are so freaking sick. Yeah, here's a t- picture of Tabo of uh, the black pants, green jerseys, yellow helmets. Um But these, like those are so sick. Those ones are dope. Okay. Like okay. those ones, Oregon's gotta be on the list, and these are the one best ones Oregon has. Just because it's nothing, like, too crazy. Like, they're just sticking with, you know, their actual colors. I like it. Uh, Tabo, your number one.
2: My number one. Um, so I knew I had to get the Utes on this list. Oh, ooh, come on. Utah's your favorite? No, that's dumb. If you're going to do that, I got to throw <laughs> at five because they're not that great. But uh, I really like the look of, like, the throwback jersey that we uh, introduced two years ago. These ones, I so love. Like the look the, of it. Like the flowy those have been numbers. more than two years. The flowy
0: numbers. Let me look.
1: Those have been for a few the flowy years. Flowy numbers, yeah. That's a like years. Like, it's
0: been like, yeah, a few
2: years. But anyway,
1: but I don't those agree are with you on that. Utah should transition to the interlocking U logo full time. Drop the drum and feather.
2: I think a lot of people would be mm. happy about that, especially at a time like this.
1: That's true. <laughs> Alex, you're number one. The best jersey combo
0: that has walked a football field. Mm. It's the Oregon Ducks duck.
1: No. Uniforms. Oh, my goodness. Right. Those were so bad. With the bad. orange cleats. So so they so all look like the mascot. No. Yeah, the orange
0: cleats, high no. orange socks, white Blech.
2: pants, green jerseys, Blech. a People white helmet fans. with
0: an orange face mask? Let's go,
1: baby! We are literal Come ducks. on, no. tell me that ain't sick. No, those are so bad. That's awesome. That's, it's a little hard. Yeah. First of all, first of all <laughs> goes
0: hard. First of all, why
1: is the jersey green? Ducks don't freaking. But it's the Heart you're going off the
0: mascot. The mascot yeah, wears a so green.
1: Dumb. That's so dumb. What
0: up? That's so dumb. It's awesome. It goes hard. It's a little tough.
1: Even Oregon fans didn't like those. And not. they don't know. It's a little tough. It's a little tough. Yeah. Uh, my number one. And I'm shocked. So before I get my number one, I'm shocked that no one said like Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan.
0: Couldn't
1: do it. Yeah. My hottest thing is not to. Michigan helmets suck. Right. So ugly. But they're classic. If they were any other school, when you see Penn State wearing those helmets, or not Penn State, uh, Princeton, when you see Princeton wear the same design helmets but orange and black, you don't think that it's sick. Yeah. You're like, of course oh, not. When you see Michigan your, has history. When you see it, your so local yeah. high school trot out with those helmets, you're not like, River- those are. Is it Riverton? I don't know. know. Hunter?
2: Oh yeah, Hunter. yeah. Hunter. When you see
1: Hunter huh. trot out with those helmets, you're not like those are freaking dope helmets. No, they suck. They're ugly. The only reason that people like them is because it's Michigan. So that's my hottest take. Also, Penn State. I like the idea that it's like the classic, but it's also boring. Um, but my number one is a mix of classic and still heat and interesting. Uh, my number one is the Texas all-white. So you add your Texas burnt orange It's good. Five, it's a good one. But the one. Texas white, the white helmet, white jersey, white pants with just the big old Texas across wow. the chest. And that burnt orange that just hits man? so I hate Texas. Nice. The burnt orange I, oh. hits so perfectly it's in that. It's beautiful.
0: I agree. It's I awesome. hate Texas, but dang. <laughs> it's
1: jerseys. good. So that's my number one. I think it's because it's a classic look, but it's also like not boring. Like it's not like Penn State where it's just like white helmet, blue jersey, white pants. Like there's still some stuff to it that's cool and interesting, but it's also classic. Right. So that's my number one. Uh clearing the benches any other final thoughts, news, notes that you guys can think of? No, I think BYU gonna... scheduled reportedly scheduled Army. Uh nice. Devin's not here, but I'm sure if he was here he'd talk about that. Uh no Utah football, we talked about that last week, Alex. Yep. Um but we'll see. I guess you know by the time people listen to this all the games will have finished all the game ones of nba will be completed um but I still think you know game 1 whatever happens you know the magic beat the bucks I still think the bucks are going to come away and win in 5 as they should uh if there's any more no more news or notes or thoughts you know there's thousands of other podcasts out there I'm sure you guys listen to more than just this one podcast so whatever they tell you to do for their podcast while you're doing it Just also do that for ours as well. So like, subscribe, leave a review. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram. If you want, you can tell your mom to follow us on Facebook. Uh, That is Beehive Sports, Beehive underscore sports on Twitter. Also go check out our website, our YouTube page, Tabo's new YouTube page, The Right Idea. Uh, We'll link that to our website as well. And that'll do it for us here at Beehive Sports. Thanks for listening. Peace.